This is the time to give yourself grace, to simply notice and see that this is an opportunity for you to learn and discover what might need to change going forward. You can be grateful that you actually had an opportunity of seeing who you are and that from here on, you can choose to transform, to change, to grow. Your job is to rewire your brain with the power of your own mind. That's what neuroplasticity is all about. That's what the human experience is all about. To uncover and rediscover what we are. Human beings, feeling and thinking beings. And by doing so, creating our experience from a moment-to-moment basis. Expand your consciousness into a world where mindfulness meets neuroscience. My name is Fernanda Lind, and I am your host. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Wired to Win show. We are standing in the middle of a global epidemic, and every single leader, whether you are the CEO of a company, whether you're an executive, a team leader, the president of a country, or leading yourself and your family, We're facing unprecedented times and we're facing decisions that we have no clue how to navigate. We're living in uncertainty, which we always are, by the way, but that is another conversation, another episode. But right now we're being forced to live in the present moment. We are being called to stay fluid, to live and breathe from a moment to moment basis. And this is a moment where we are being forced to wake up, whether we like it or not. We are being forced to look at how we live, how we lead, what we value, and what matters to us, and what we are not willing to tolerate any longer. And a lot of the work that I do with my clients is around who they want to be, who they choose to become, and showing them that they always had a choice to be whatever they chose to be. And this time is no exception. And this can be a rude and harsh awakening to a lot of us. But nonetheless, it is a moment to look at how we live. And this is also a moment where we get to see what our leaders stand for and what values we have as leaders. So this is a defining moment and leadership in every form, whether you are a stay-at-home parent or you're leading yourself and your family, whether you're a solopreneur and you're leading yourself and your clients, or if you're a manager in the corporate space, maybe you are a health worker and you're on the front line right now leading patients through this pandemic, or maybe you are a politician and you are leading your community. This is a moment where we get to meet ourselves and who we become in the face of a crisis. And in today's episode, I want to talk about we as leaders, how we can help, what we can do today to help, to serve, to show up in service. And here's what I want to say. This is not a time to contract and hide. This is not the time to play small and take time out. I know it might feel easy to kind of stand 
on the sidelines right now and adopt a wait-and-see mindset. Because everything feels so uncertain, so we're almost paralyzed by this uncertainty. And I know, especially if you are in a leadership position, an executive or entrepreneur in a high-stakes environment, that you might be on a wait-and-see mode. But I want to say that this is not the time to back off and to put everything on hold. This is the time to expand more than ever and think way outside of the box. This is the time, maybe the one time in your life where you have to lean in and to take up more space. This is the time where your people need you the most. This is the time where you, being fully present and taking decisive action, is more needed than ever. Your team not only needs you to hold them to their vision, but they also need you to hold space for them. And here's what I mean by that. Everyone is scared right now. Everyone is living in a state of uncertainty. And people are experiencing grief and loss in one form or the other. People are experiencing fear panic and overwhelm and you as a leader can give them one important thing and that is to hold space for them to feel seen to be heard to be validated to hold space for worry and fear and to hold space for them to fall apart to break down and to hold space for them to feel whatever it is that they need to feel but also then to be the one to offer them hope and certainty. As a leader, the worst thing you can do is to push them harder or to go into panic or even worse, to don't give them space to feel grief and demand that they all stay positive and cheerful and optimistic. This is not the time for cheerleading. This is the time where I firmly believe a new kind of leadership will emerge. And it is the kind of leadership that will help teams and businesses thrive through this crisis. I believe empathy is the one thing that will create the absolute best result right now. Holding shit ton of space for your people is the one thing that will help you not only survive, but even thrive. So yes, we can use all the leadership tactics and tools every leader has learned in all the traditional leadership trainings. But I do believe that those old school ways of leading won't cut it this time. This is the time to step in with non-judgment, with empathy. And while holding space for them to grieve and feel fear and panic and anxiety and worry, to also guide them to do the best they can and channel those emotions into action. And you would be surprised how much people can do when they feel heard and validated, when there's space for them to feel. Because here's the thing, right now, you're going to need your team. You're going to need your people more than ever. 
You're going to need them to double down on work, to work maybe remotely in a different context. You're going to need them to adapt rapidly to change and challenges they've never ever faced before. You're going to need them to take ownership at a much higher level. And the way to get people to excel and perform at peak levels and with maximum engagement, they need to feel that you are with them, that you can hold space for their humanity, that you can hold and talk about their grief. And here's what I propose. That if you are, for example, holding remote meetings with your team, that you take a moment on every meeting to simply check in with everyone, simply asking, like, how's everyone doing today? Let's take five minutes to check in. Like you can share with each other or you can all take five minutes to write down how you're feeling. Also, don't be afraid to go there, like to really go deep, to ask, like who's experiencing grief today? Who is experiencing loss right now? And what kind of loss are you experiencing? What are you most concerned about personally, not only work-wise? Like, what do you need from us? How can we support you? And I would also say for you as a leader to offer your people extra one-on-one chats, extra one-on-one private time where you can simply listen, where they get to share what they are most scared about right now, what do they need extra help with. And I can't stress this enough. Leading with empathy, being a conscious leader is going to be your secret weapon. And simply putting your energy to serving your own team right now from this higher level of non-judgment, from compassion, is going to have a huge payoff going forward. And here's what's great about this as well. This is the moment that you, as a leader, that you get to also meet your true self. Maybe for the first time ever, you will get to see who you are, the real you, the human beneath all the ideas of who you are. You will get to see what you're truly capable of. And maybe through all this chaos, you get to meet your true beautiful self. And maybe this will be a moment of awakening for us all, where we get to see our true strengths, our weaknesses, a moment where we get to wake up to the truth of who we are as humans. And here's the other side of this. We might not like what we see. Hey, let's get very real and honest here. And as always, I'm challenging you here, my dear listener. But the truth is that You might not like what you see. Maybe you see a selfish bastard. Maybe you see a scared child. Maybe you see someone who is unable to connect or feel empathy. Maybe you see a jealous version of yourself that you feel ashamed about. Maybe you see greed. That makes you ah, deeply uncomfortable. Maybe you see a part of you that crumbles in the face of a global crisis and can't handle the challenges that you're facing. And that's okay too. I want to invite you to extend compassion and non-judgment to yourself as well. 
This is the time to give yourself grace, to simply notice and see that this is an opportunity for you to learn and discover what might need to change going forward. This is a beautiful opportunity for growth and personal evolution. This is an opportunity to look at yourself in the mirror and simply say, Hello, old friend. Here I am. I might not be proud of what I see, and that's okay. You can be grateful that you actually had an opportunity of seeing who you are, and that from here on, you can choose to transform, to change, to grow. This is an invitation to evolve. What's also great about this is that it might also be an opportunity to see that you're pretty amazing, that you are actually a generous human being, that you are kind and compassionate to others, and that you were braver than you thought you were. This might be a moment when you get to see how courageous you are and that you actually had what it takes to lead in the face of a crisis and that you are resilient and that you have the capacity to hold space for others. And if you see that, then ask yourself, how can I cultivate more of that? How can I make this my default state? And how can I serve more people from this state of being? Something we've been talking about with our clients lately is how to serve others through this crisis. And I want to bring that into this conversation as well. Here's the thing. If we stay focused on ourselves right now, if we have the mindset that I'm just going to focus on me and keep myself afloat and I'm going to hibernate even more or just tend to my own needs, we're missing the biggest lesson we're being offered right now. We're missing an invitation to really see what we are capable of. And I'm saying that if all our focus is on our own survival, we're missing an opportunity to get out of our own way and serve in a way we've never done before. Again, an opportunity to evolve and grow as leaders is right in front of us. What if you'd ask yourself every day, how can I serve? What can I do to help others right now? What would have to happen for me to step up as a leader and start serving my community from the highest level of empathy right now? Let me ask you, what can you do that maybe no one else can do to serve others? It can be something small. Even if we help one other person through this crisis, it's more than enough. But I also want to offer you all one step further, outside your little comfort zone. What can I do that's deeply uncomfortable? That's what I want you to ask yourself. That's way outside the familiar. I bet that's exactly where your zone of genius lies. And that's where you will truly get to see yourself and what you're capable of. If you've been hiding and playing small for a long time, even if you've been in a leadership position for a long time, then I hope this will make you sweat. And that's the point. Take a moment here and think, what has to happen for me to take a big leap forward here? To get out of my comfort zone and serve people at an even higher level. 
I want you to ask yourself this question. How can I stretch myself as a leader? I've seen friends, entrepreneurs, and leaders stepping up immensely during this crisis and creating completely new services in order to help and support new emerging needs in our communities. And we've all read in the media how big companies are also changing production to serve the health care system instead of their usual production. And we've seen people, especially everyone on the front line, sacrificing their health, their own well-being to serve humanity. And we've also seen people contract, step into fear, step into panic, get greedy, hoard, focus all their attention on their own needs and exposing an ugly side of humanity. And something that surprises me as well is how so many thought leaders So many people that have called themselves uh, leaders have lacked empathy and awareness during this crisis. They've kept business as usual, maybe even still out there socializing and acting clueless as if reading or following what's going on in the world, reading the news, was beneath them, completely unaware or in denial of the state of affairs. Some people are still in some kind of This is a snow day and oh, how fun this self-isolation is mode. But hello, it's not a snow day and no, it's not fun. It just shows how clueless you are and how insensitive you are to the state of affairs and to the fact that this is not a drill. And I'm not saying we should all fall apart and be somber. We need joy. We need laughter more than ever. But in context... We have to speak, and especially as leaders, with context. In these times more than ever, we have to meet people where they are at. We have to speak to our teams, to our communities, and meet them emotionally where they are at right now. They are in the middle of uncertainty. They are in fear, and they are grieving. We need to serve and help others with context, with the context of grief. And when we are stepping up to serve, when we are stepping up to lead, we need to do so in the context of grief. This is crucial to understand. Empathy will be your super weapon right now, especially as a leader. And when I say grief... I don't mean the cute kind of grief, but the ugly crying grief as a collective, a soul-crushing, heartbreaking grief, a deep, deep loss that will be with us for a long time. And we need to meet each other with such a deep level of empathy and compassion. We need to be able to hold a lot of space for that. We need to listen and hold space for grief. And that's my invitation for you as a leader in times of a global pandemic to lead with empathy like you've never ever had to do before. That's the best help we can offer others right now. And my question for you is, can you do that? Can you hold space for a collective grief? Can you feel your own grief? And can you step up and lead with empathy? And for those of you who are still in the denial stage of grief, 
And for those of you who are not aware of the stages of grief, there's a tremendous amount of literature on the stages of grief that I'm inviting you to read. But denial is the first stage. And I think a lot of people are still in that stage, in denial. They're still in business as usual mode and maybe having disconnected from what's going on in some form of hiding in shock. And that's okay too. And as a leader, you're going to have to read up on the stages of grief. You're going to have to walk your people through the stages, hold them, offer space for them to go through whatever they need to go through and offer empathy and non-judgment. Here's what I'm mostly worried about right now. I'm worried about the mental health of everyone going through this crisis. I am deeply concerned about that. I worry about people losing their jobs, their incomes, their health, their loved ones, and losing their sanity in the process. And here's what I think we as leaders will have an even bigger responsibility. And it starts right now, in this very moment, By at least acknowledging the grief people are in and holding so much space for our people, our teams, our families, our communities to feel this grief deeply, we are already going to be ahead of the game. All right, my friends, as always, I wish this episode gave you value and offered you tools and insight on how to be the best leader you can be right now. Please know that if you need support as a leader to be the best version you can be right now, you can, first of all, watch my free masterclass on how to thrive as a leader in the face of a crisis. And we're going to put the link to the free class in the show notes. So make sure to watch that. And I want to also say, please stay at home. Please wash your hands. Please stay safe. But most importantly, Please show your people empathy. They need you now more than ever. And okay, my friends, I send you all so, so, so much love from Barcelona, from Spain in lockdown. And wherever you are in the world, I wish you a beautiful day or evening. Bye, everyone. You have been listening to the Wired to Win podcast with me, Fernanda Lind. For more episodes, show notes, links, and ways to subscribe to the show, go to fernandalin.com forward slash podcast. Please subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you go to get your podcasts to help others find the show. <laughs>